This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He used to me on the Are your kids obsessed with a song that you cannot stand? Holly's nephews are obsessed with a song that she would rather not listen to constantly. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk one zero seven one streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers off. Holly Roberts is here, and Holly, your nephews love a song that you would prefer to not be listening to on constant loop. Colleen, I have this dream in my life that I'm going to be the cool auntie who's going to introduce them to all the cool things. Wouldn't that be awesome? Wouldn't that be mm-hmm. wouldn't it be awesome? Wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be great? Well, my dreams are being dashed mm-hmm. because my nephews, by the way, who are about one and a half and a little over three years old. So they don't have taste yet, so you can't no. fault them. I project taste onto them, but yeah. then it's rejected. For we example, all try our best. when I bought the children David Bowie and Led Zeppelin and and uh, BC Boys t-shirts. I also bought in that pile a Paw Patrol t-shirt, which is the one that's worn all the time. Yeah. So he's expressing his own identity yes. and personal taste. Well, they're obsessed with the movie Trolls. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which came out in 2016. Yeah. And the song from the movie Trolls yeah. is this one by Justin Timberlake. Remember it? It's a little bop called Can't Stop the Feeling. Let's take a little listen. Hate the song. You can't do it. Uh-uh. Can't do it anymore. Uh six five one six four one one oh seven one. Are you like Holly? Do your kids love a song that you cannot stand and you have to listen to it on constant loop? Julia is on the line. Hi, Julia. Hi. What is that song for you? What's the song your kids love that you cannot stand? Thank you for this therapy session. Oh yeah, um, no, we're here for you. Uh Baby Shark. Oh. Oh my god. No, I'm so sorry that that's still happening. Oh, how old? Problem when I was running on the treadmill singing the song. No, 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 Julia. Um, Yes, it has led to an unfortunate event that Alexis' cord is missing. Nobody knows where it is. Oh, amazing! (laughs) So you literally had to lose the cord to your Amazon Echo because you couldn't handle listening to Baby Shark one more time. Julia, yep. I I can't say I blame you. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yep. No, thanks yep. for sharing, Over Julia. It. Thank Over you, it. Julia. Now the reason that we're leaving Julia where she is is because if you're not familiar with mm. Baby Shark, which has been played over two billion times on YouTube, Ugh. why why did this song catch fire as opposed to the other version of Baby Shark? Baby Shark, do 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 Baby Shark. Not even that. Like, as opposed to all the other bad, preschooly, like, Barney-like 
dumb songs. Got a beat and you can dance to it. Can I? And it's an earworm. <laughs> yeah, you can. You can do the little arm move and clomp your hands. I don't know. I just, it's, it's so, very catchy. I don't know. I don't get, I just, mm, I'm sorry, Julia. I understand and I empathize because that one is, that has the power to really drive a person insane. Yeah. I have this thing about repetitive sounds. I just, it really bugs me. Meaning, for example, well, like for well, so for example, my uh, my son, uh, my twelve year old, he is he took piano lessons for many years, and he was really good at it, and we just couldn't really fit it into our lives and our budget any yeah, longer, and so we were like, okay, we have to say goodbye to something that's going to be piano lessons, but he still loves to play the piano, and he loves to teach it to himself. And so he'll sit down and he'll start like plunking out a song, but he'll do just the chorus and he'll do just the chorus of the same song over and over and over (laughs) and over and over. And he only knows one dynamic and it is forte, which is loud. Banging it. You know, and I just, after a while, I'm like, I can't hear this anymore. And the one that he's been doing lately, and this is a blast from my past. Yeah. Do you remember the Vanessa Carlton song, A Thousand Miles? Oh, yes. One moment, please. Okay, so this, and I loved this song when it first came out. So there must be some sort of TikTok meme or something. TikTok being the new version of Musical.ly, which is like this new version of like, um, I don't even remember what it would be. Uh, but it's like little videos and kids can make little videos and there's musical things that go along with it. Anyway, this Vanessa Carlton song has like gotten a new breath of life into it. And I imagine Colleen that the only part of the song A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton that's actually being played is this part. And over and over and over again and over and over and over again and over and over and over again. Well, the reason they probably like to play it is because it's fairly complicated. Yes. And it's challenging and it has a little nice, uh, I'm going to impress my friends. I'm going to sit down at school and I'm going to play Vanessa Carlton a thousand miles. Yeah. Well, and I will say like, I am impressed at the fact that he can like figure out chord progressions and that kind of stuff. And he does that all by himself and I should be celebrating it. Uh, but there's a little piece of me that's like, where are the noise canceling? Oh, well, we did get a tweet mm. uh, from somebody who has a song by which their daughter bugs her with. Oh, uh, fun. Kate, what is it? Kate tweeted the song, the Neon Cat song. <gasps> oh. Do you remember Neon Cat? So yes. Neon Cat was an internet character that's a cat in the shape of a Pop-Tart with a rainbow coming out of its backside. Mm-hmm. And this song... Yep, that really yep, that yep. that doesn't go anywhere quick. Yeah, well, I'm pay- playing a 10-hour loop of this, by the way. Okay, well, let's not. <laughs> let's not get through that, all right? Oh. I will say one more quick one, and this one, thank God we've passed through this phase at my house. We went through a very intense Gangnam Style oh. phase at our house, and uh, at the time, my tw- now 12-year-old was very confused about why he was singing a song about so many ladies. And I said to him, what do you mean? What do you mean he's singing a song about so many ladies? And he said, it's a song about 60 ladies. Oh, my gosh. That is adorable. was a simpler time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, 60 well, ladies. All right. When we come back. Hey, 60 ladies. When we come back, we've got a couple that is admitting that they 
are friends, but it took a while to get there. I'm sorry, an ex-couple. It took them a while to put together a friendship after a breakup. This is refreshing to us because too often we hear of couples who have just broken up saying, we're the best of friends. Mm, We're so friendly. We're going to remain best of friends forever. We'll tell you who this very pragmatic couple is after this on My Talk 107.1. All too often we hear of a Hollywood couple breaking up and then immediately saying, oh, but don't worry about it. We're best friends. It's all great. And we all kind of go, okay, really? Well, you don't have to do that. It's fine. Well, we've got a couple that's actually kind of refreshingly telling the truth about the work it takes after a breakup. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers in Africa. Holly Roberts is here in America. And uh, we are talking about stuff. Uh, namely, yes, Colleen, <laughs> we are talking about stuff. Namely, We're Jimmy ta- Kimmel. Yeah. And Sarah Silverman. Yes. Jimmy Kimmel, of course, host of Jimmy Kimmel Live. And Sarah Silverman, comedian, they were a thing for quite some time. A very committed couple. And Jimmy Kimmel was on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen. And he was talking about his friendship with Sarah Silverman. Uh, They have been seen spotted together. I think that Sarah Silverman was at uh, Jimmy Kimmel's Hollywood Walk of Fame ceremony. And they broke up back in 2009, so it's been a decade since they were a couple. Mm-hmm. But Jimmy Kimmel refreshingly refreshingly told Andy Cohen about his friendship with his ex, Sarah Silverman. I would say that it took some time, definitely. He said, it was never that we didn't like each other or hated each other, but it definitely took some time to be comfortable enough to be friends with again, said Jimmy Kimmel. Okay, I love this. Yes, so do I. Because I think the first thing that we always say when like a couple, whether it's a marriage or a a, a dating Hollywood relationship, when they break up and they go, yeah, but we're best friends or we're going to remain friends or whatever their, the line is that sounds like some sort of PR spun line. Mm-hmm. Listen, and it's not that it, it's not that exes can't be friends. That's totally true. I don't think, I don't think I, any of us have ever said that on this show. No, it's that the, it's that this like notion that they have to tell us that they, they are first of all, and B that they have to, to, kind of force that immediately right out of the gate. Yes. And I think a lot of times celebrity couples do that if there are children involved and they want to put on a good front and Mm -hmm. say that they're going to remain friendly for the sake of the children. And, but even in that case, uh, the friendship part of it doesn't need to be explicitly stated necessarily if it's not true, Mm -hmm. because it can be, we are going to maintain, you know, we're just, we're going to be keeping our children first. Which some, also, some kind of statement which I like get, that. But I also yeah. feel like that's not really even any of my business. Like, well, totally. It's yeah, like whatever, the, whatever your family is doing with with how you're um, going to navigate this is yours. Yes. It's not mine. Yes. And so I, I don't even know that I need to have that explanation but what i but what i always so i always find it interesting that they share that with us right off the bat but i also think it gives sort of this mm, it's a misrepresentation of all of the, um, the emotional complexities of dismantling a relationship yeah and what it looks like when a couple decides to go their separate ways and then what happens when they go their separate ways and then they're putting together other relationships into the mix. Yes. 
It's hard. It is really hard. Breaking up is hard to do. It's not just, you know, a song. Totally. Mm -hmm. It's true. And Jimmy Kimmel and Sarah Silverman were together for five years. That's a pretty significant chunk of time. So I like that Jimmy Kimmel says, yeah, we weren't friends right off of the bat. It took some time. Yeah. And then eventually we found our way back to friendship because we didn't hate each other. We just knew that we weren't meant to be together. And right. that kind of honesty, I like it, Colleen. I do, it's, too. It's real nice. I think it's refreshing. And again, I think it sends like a good message, you know, that that this is not like a magic thing. And, it, you know, certainly it's something to work toward if it's something you want in a relationship. But it's not something that happens magically. It takes time. It takes some effort, probably. And, and even if it doesn't happen... That's totally okay. And it's not a failure. No, it's not a failure at, at all. all. Um, okay, so in other relationship news, okay, first of all, can we just start here? Um, I love Mark Paul Gossler. He has never not been hot to me. He's having a moment right now. He's got a new show on Fox. Yes. He's got a beard. Yes. Has some zaddy vibes to him. Yes. Mm. Okay, so Mark Paul Gossler, who I fell in love with uh, during the Saved by the Bell days. Everybody did, let's be right? honest. Right? Come on. <laughs> so he was a guest on Anna Ferris's podcast, um, Unqualified. That's the name of her podcast. And he spilled the beans. Yes. About Saved by the Bell? Yes. Oh. Okay, so it turns out, you know, everybody always thought like, okay, like behind the scenes, he for sure is dating Tiffany Amber Thiessen, Naturally. who played Kelly Kapowski. And we all kind of wanted that to be happening, right? Because they played a love interest on yeah. the show on the show they were boyfriend and girlfriend so yeah. naturally behind the scenes they're totally at least getting to second base exactly duh <laughs> well duh. turns out um not only did he date tiffany amber Thiessen, he dated everybody they were all dating each other and including but not limited to he dated zach morris everybody dated jesse spano he dated his uh his Elizabeth Berkeley, one of his other co-stars, you know, who went on to do Showgirls. I'm so excited. I'm so scared. I'm so scared. I, that like blew my mind. The I, idea of the two of them dating. I'm not surprised by this at all, Colleen. Well, I mean, because I'm guessing because of what he said next, which was basically like we didn't do anything else. Like we went to set, we were there and then we went home. Yeah. There wasn't anybody else and they were teenagers. So this was their high school. So the people like when you're at that dating age, hormones raging, the people who are in front of you are the people who are available for dating. And they had a very small sample. Yeah. And so obviously everyone was swapping with each other, man. I wonder and they if, were. I wonder if anybody dated Dustin Diamond. Mm-mm. Oh, mm. He no, was younger, even, right? Yes, yes. He was, so he way, was younger, way younger. And actually, he has a book about this. Uh, and uh, it was, he's, this, I, he says that this was part of what, like, contributed to his bad attitude. Oh, no. Essentially. Like, he felt very left out, I think. Nobody the, wanted to date Screech. I mean, because he was, like, 12. I don't oh, know. Okay, well, that's, <laughs> it's a rough go being a child actor. I'm sorry. Ugh, think twice. Before you throw your child into that. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, dumb people doing dumb things, it's crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. 
Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainers in Africa, Holly Roberts, and I are here freezing our behinds off. Oh, just you wait. No, don't talk just about you it. Wait. No, just, let's just live if in the you now. Missed, no, no. In the now. if you just missed the Five Eyewitness News weather <laughs> forecast, enjoy the double digits today because it looks like up until next Friday, Ooh. the following Friday, we're going to struggle to get up into double digits. There's even a low of negative 14 next week. No. The actual temperature, negative 14. Stay inside, everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just stay inside. All right, we'll move stay on now. Stay warm. Okay, okay fine. Can we Let's be in the now? crazy, stupid idiots. Living well, in the now, man. I guess yeah, one man. could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. Crazy, stupid idiots. They're to your right. They're to your left. And hopefully, as you look in the mirror, you are not locking eyes with one right now. Okay? And oftentimes, we call, we find those crazy, stupid idiots in the state of Florida. Florida. Mm-hmm. That is not where we are making our first stop. Nope. We are going to Pittsburgh first. Ooh. And we are going to Pittsburgh where we are going to meet a crazy, stupid carjacker who couldn't make the car go. Oh, bless his heart. Bless his heart. (laughs) Bless his heart. Bless his heart. So um, here's what happened. Uh, This guy had, had stopped. So. It starts with a, a, a man who had stopped by his grandmother's house to drop off some food last week. So he put his car into into park in his grandma's driveway. Yeah, and left the keys in the car. Left the car running. Now, I, now listen. I would start with that. Might not be your best move. Probably. I would not. always say there are certain things where I'm like, don't be. Just like use your best judgment. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Like, no. don't leave your purse in full view. Oh, yeah. You know, that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like, take the keys out of the ignition and bring them in with you. That kind of thing, right? Um, but he left the car running and um, a guy came up and uh, hopped in the car and kept revving the engine trying to get the car to move. <laughs> What do you suppose the problem was? Um, to, the engine wasn't turning over. Perhaps the car needed an oil change. No, the car was in park. And so the car wouldn't move. Oh. The guy kept on hitting the gas, but the car wouldn't move. And eventually he was like, screw this. I can't jack this car. Because it's in it, park. It won't work. But he didn't realize it was in park. And he gave oh. up. And then he ran away. Oh, bless his heart. Yeah. At least he understood. Mm-hmm. His strengths and weaknesses, which one is not knowing how to operate a vehicle. And when you try to operate a vehicle, you know, and you're stealing one, you might want to work on that. The co- no. uh, the cops are still trying to track down the, the would-be carjacker. Uh, and they made a special note that the guy that they're looking for for is, quote, apparently unfamiliar with how cars work. That really makes me sad, Colleen. I'm actually really sad for this guy. I know. Like, read the manual before you try this. Surely we've all been in a car before and you can kind of understand the basic mechanics mm. of it, uh, you know? One would think, but I get it. Like, because sometimes when you're, like, nervous about the big performance, you forget. You know what I mean? The, I, the uh, essential yes. component. Under pressure. Yeah, it happens, right? Like, you're you know that you 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 know what the goal is but you forget a very important step in the midst of it i mean am i making excuses for him yeah you are you totally are okay 
I'd like to go to Florida, Colleen. Oh, fun. Let's do it. Yes. I would like to go to uh, to Florida where I think somebody was holding a little audition in Walmart. Dennis, I think, was maybe... A Walmart edition? A Walmart edition? Who knew? Yes. And so I think that Dennis, in a Walmart, was auditioning for something that you may or may not be familiar with. And we're going to get a little adult. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this happens in Crazy Stupid Idiots. Okay. Now, Colleen, if I say the word fluffer... Oh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The word fluffer... Mm-hmm. What do you think that means? I, I my my understanding is that a fluffer is the person who in the adult film industry makes sure that all of the equipment, shall we say, stays primed and ready. Yes, for the um scenes, the experience, the experience yes. of the the big yes. scene. This person right? is very essential, mm-hmm. a very essential part of the production team okay. on an adult mm-hmm. film. Well, Dennis, I'm thinking that he may have been trying to mm, audition for the role of a fluffer because he was in a Walmart. Oh my gosh. Where he decided to do the following. Oh no. Mm. Yes. Oh, good old Dennis. No. He was auditioning for that. Now, I think he was really, I think the reason why, Colleen, you know, he was just preferring in a mm-hmm. Walmart. We've seen that before. Yeah. But it's the location in which Dennis was performing where I'm thinking, hmm, maybe he got the idea of a fluffer and maybe didn't quite understand what it what was. What a fluffer was. Because Dennis was doing this in the pillow aisle. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, people have things that make them happy. Maybe the pillows are the thing that, you know, make them happy. Yeah. So I'm just thinking there was somewhere in Dennis's mind where he misunderstood the concept of, of a fluffer. Uh, uh, yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, maybe he just was doing the research in the wrong place. Now, oh, Dennis sure. was detained and uh, he was arrested for exposing himself at the Walmart. He was actually charged on exposure of sexual organs. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Now, an officer said, uh, you know, hey, your stuff is out, Dennis. What's the deal? He just said he was itching himself because he had crabs. Okay. <laughs> um, Everybody who's buying pillows, check your pillows. Yeah. I mean... You know, he, you know, he was just scratching, Colleen. Got to scratch Yikes. that itch. I don't got okay. to audition There's for that role. Much. I got to practice. I no. got to be the best no, that I can you. be. No, thank you. Oh, you're crushing dreams over no, here. No, thank you. Wow, way to go, you dream crusher, you, Colleen. I, I will crush that dream. Uh, let's. Can we stay in Florida? Well, naturally. Okay. So, okay, here's what happened. 29-year-old Dominic Maltzby, uh, he was pulled over in Florida for not really for a very minor offense, actually. Oh, did he have his tail light out? Yes. Oh, really? He did. He okay. had a light out on his car. <laughs> that's like the I most mean, minor it. thing. It's like the dumbest thing. But yeah. you know, listen, if you're getting pulled over because you have a light out in your car, that's probably because there's something else that they're getting you for. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, you like, would think. Usually, I mean, they might be notifying you of the light out in your car, but they're going to get you for something else. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, he had a light out in his car. But they discovered, of course, that he was on probation and he had a suspended license. So he shouldn't even actually have been driving in the first place. And he knew this. And so what did he do? He made a run for it.
on foot. No. Yeah. So no, he stop. ditched his car. So go on the journey with me. So we're we we're with mm-hmm. Dominic Moltsby, 29 Dominic. years old, old enough to know better. He uh, takes off on foot because he's about to get caught for driving on a suspended license. First, he ditches his car and he tries to hide from cops under a tree. No. Wait, how does that work? I'm not sure because... You're in full view. Yeah. Uh, And when he realized that that was maybe not going to work, well, it wasn't going to work not only because he was in full view of the cops. What really tipped the cops off was that there were three other mm, beings that noticed him first. Mm, They were horses. Oh, I thought you were going to say aliens. No, I wish. No, three (laughs) horses in the field noticed him and started chasing him yes so it was not the police that noticed him first no the horses nay i should say the horses that noticed him first and gave chase and that is what tipped the cops off to the fact that dominic maltzby was hiding underneath a tree in the field where the horses were grazing and he had to try to outrun the horses no, you through the that. field. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. He did jump a fence to try to get away from the horses, at which point, guess what? The horses jumped the fence. No, the cops were waiting for him oh, on the other hi. side of the fence oh. because they were like, oh, how's this going to end? <laughs> we'll just grab him right we'll here. We'll just go around the side. No yeah. big deal. We're going to get in our car, which mm-hmm. is faster than your feet. Yeah. And we're going to go around and we're going to find you. Oh, I love cases of animal vengeance. Not, I know. Not that he did anything bad to the animals, thank goodness, but animals are a mm-hmm. lot of times mm, better than humans. Yeah, you can't outsmart them. <laughs> you can't outsmart them. You can't, because they have like the sixth sense. Also, and I'm not talking about the M. Night Shyamalan kind, but also, I kind of love the like misfortune of thinking you can get away on foot and hiding rather in a horse field. Yeah, that's not going to work. That's not your best hiding spot. No, that is not your Mm -hmm. best hiding spot. No. uh, Now he is facing several charges, including but not limited to uh, resisting arrest, fleeing and eluding, driving on a suspended license and a probation violation. And uh, that was pretty unfortunate for him. Uh, A little crazy, stupid idiot wisdom before we leave this segment and go on Mm -hmm. to the throwback live at 245. If you are going to be a dumb criminal, Mm -hmm. at least make sure that your taillights are working appropriately. Yeah. You know, and make sure that your vehicle is okay because we've had stories before on Crazy Stupid Idiots where the car breaks down and they go to the troopers to ask for assistance. And meanwhile, they've got kilos of goodness knows what in the back of the trunk. Just, you know, get an oil change, get your car, you know, over to the place. Mind your P's and Q's. Yes. Just mind your P's and Q's. I'm giving that to crazy, stupid idiots. Yeah. Yeah, but that's you crazy, know, stupid idiot advice. I'm, I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is time for the throwback live at 2:45. Donnie is uh, oh, out there. He's warming up. He's oh, stretching he's, right now. Oh yeah, no, Donnie. No, he. Oh yeah, he's already put up the chewed on, not on legal box that he uses every day. Oh yeah, he's trade, ready. Trade secrets. The box is in the studio. Donnie's out there doing stretches. I mm-hmm. saw him before the show, and he's really excited because if Donnie wins today, he's playing for Bradley. Bradley will have 100 points. No, and I think Bradley must be present to reach 100. But that's just me. Whatever. Uh, We'll be playing the throwback live after this on My Talk 107.